This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. And as we continue here from the Global Forum in New York City, a uh, pleasure to have Justin Tuck joining the, sh- uh, the show, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants, but also a recent Wharton MBA grad who's doing uh, a variety of things now uh, with his life uh, post-playing uh, football. Uh, his Rush for Literacy program also now starting to go to work for Goldman Sachs. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you for a few minutes. Hey, it's always good to be back. Uh, tell us about Rush for Literacy, how it came about. Was this something you've been doing for a while now? <laughs> you know, in 2008, well, I got to New York in 05, and my dad always preached to me that, you know, when, you, when you're given a lot, you know, a lot is due. So, I, you know, me and my wife, we were really in the, you know, the charitable or the philanthropy circuit here in New York City, and, and it seemed like we were doing events. It seemed like once a night, it wasn't that much. But um, at the end of my, my, my second year in the league, I, me and my wife sat down and we started thinking about what we were passionate about and what we really wanted to leave as a legacy on on the philanthropy side, and it came back both of us, uh, you know, kids and education. Um, so that that summer, we started thinking about how to, we were going to implement that, and had an opportunity to partner with Mayor Bloomberg and his staff, uh, the deputy mayor of New York City um, at the time, Mayor Booker in, in Newark, uh, now Senator Booker, and started you know really thinking about how we can make an impact using the the, the NFL platform yeah. uh, to garner interest from kids uh, in their reading space. So we st- we started Touch Rush for Literacy in 2008. The Rush stands for Read, Understand, Succeed, and Hope. And, uh, you know, we started pretty small, honestly. It's just wanting to go into schools, wanting to uh, go and use my platform as an NFL player to get kids educated about how important it was uh, to start their educational background at an early age. Yeah. Um, and that's how it started. We, we partnered with 11 schools in the tri-state area. Um, you know, I've partnered with schools in Oakland, in the Bay, State, I mean, the Bay Area, back in my home state of Alabama. Um, we've grown into... Um, Building out libraries, putting uh, building out out of school programs in schools, yeah. partnering with um, cities and mayors to uh, just get more education around uh, what's out there as far as in that space. Uh, my wife is really the spearhead of it. Uh, I always tell people I'm just the face of it, even though she's a whole lot prettier than I am. <laughs> um, but it's it's been more rewarding to be a part of this than I, I can probably say anything else I've done in my life. But it is interesting because we hear more and more stories now about because of where education is now, the need for partners to come in and help out education. Funding in a lot of times sure. for, for public schools is just not there the way it was, and obviously the costs are a lot more now. So being able to do programs like this, you can obviously, one, know that you're contributing, but two, you can probably see a benefit for some of the kids that you're, that you're uh, touching with. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously we, we have all this good, but I think that, that, that really let me know we was having an impact is when you, you know, we put on a, a reading essay contest and the kids have to write um, essays about the books that give them at least four books a year and they have to write you know four essays but then parents started writing in you know uh i want to say essays but stories about what this program was doing for their kid i had a yeah. kid i had a, a parent write in a story and said you know i kid thought my kid would ask to be excused from the table to go read yeah now my kid is falling asleep with a book on his chest nice at night i mean like that those that you know it's like you play an 18th hole in golf you you're probably 
hit slices and and <laughs> in the woods all day. But on 18th green, you find a way to to part or birdie the hole. It gets you to come back tomorrow. Sure, yeah. that's the story that gets me. That's the story that gets my wife excited about the work we do on, in, 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 the, in the reading and literacy space. How did that story play out for you specifically? Because you said yeah. you grew up in Alabama, but you ended up going to Notre Dame, yeah. which is obviously, I mean, that's a, that's a, uh, to go to that school, it's a great, a great opportunity for I don't, you. I don't know if we have enough time to tell the story of how I got to Notre Dame. But, <laughs> you know, in, in, the, in the short sense, it's, yeah, I grew up in a town of 212 people. Um, 85 of them, last name was Tuck. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> They should. They probably. Did they should, change they should probably, the name I was just about yeah. to say that they probably. You know, if you say Tuckville around my way, everybody knows where it is. But they had the opportunity to go to a school like Notre Dame out of Coosa County, Alabama. Um, one is 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 a little nerve wracking to be honest with you, yeah. um, because I didn't have any AP courses in school. I didn't have a public library to go to. I didn't have that foundation that most of my counterpoint counterparts in my uh, my Notre Dame class would have so it was a lot of catching up it was a lot yeah. of um you know <laughs> partnering sure. partnering with yeah. the right students to, to tutor me and, and get me on the right path and things of that nature so i, I am obviously uh indebted to the university um for one coming to get me out of a place like out of Kelvin, Alabama. but i'm also i also know that there's 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 stars there's bright lights in in, in some of the, the places that everybody else frowns upon yeah you know we only partner with title one schools those schools that, like you just said, can't get the funding. Those yeah. schools that that are in um, you know low income neighborhoods yeah. um, that these kids have kind of been pushed to the back burner a little yeah. bit. Um, and that's that. You know, again, that, again, you talk about passion. That's what our passion is at Tux Rush Literacy. And, and I think, in terms of trying to fill some of the needs, I think at times we think of it as a city issue or as a state yeah. issue. This is a national issue, and unfortunately. Yeah. What's happening maybe here in the New York City area might be very similar to what's going on in Alabama or Texas or, you know, Arizona, but we don't have that connection, it seems like, at times. Yeah, I mean, I was, and I, I was surprised by that. You know, when we started Tux for Literacy, it was a, I think it was blueprinted to be more on the Alabama scale, sure. more on going back in, into the rural areas that nobody um, knows about nobody wants to you know kick any money. I mean, we was trying to have a donor advised fund. Um, you know, the first and we, we, it was no entities down there for us to 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 donate to. Yeah. Um, but then you find out that Brooklyn has the same issues, that Newark has the same issues, yeah. that Staten Island, that Queens, that you know Long Island, all these pla- all these places. That everybody kind of looked like they shouldn't have funding problems or anything like that. Yeah. They have the same issues. Um, so obviously, you know, it's an epidemic in our country. Um, you know, Tux Russell Literacy is a small part of trying to um, change the narrative, create a different narrative, uh, get people aware of uh, the existing narrative, yeah. and, and, and change that. What was it that made you decide if you wanted to go after your MBA? Um, you know, me and my kids um it's a it's a rule in my house. Once the day is over, we're eating bre- eating dinner together. Um, we always tell them tell each other what we do today. Yeah. Um, favorite part of the day is basically what we call it. And um, you know, about three weeks of saying I play golf and sit on the couch and watch TV <laughs> is my favorite part of the day. Right. I figured that some came to me. My kids aren't going to remember that I sacked Tom Brady twice in you know Super Bowls. Uh, they're, not, they're not going to remember that you know I wore number ninety one for the New York Giants. They're not going to remember any of that. Yeah. Um, when when Jason Jonah are 21 years old, they're gonna probably look back on their dad and see, um, 
you know, he was lazy. He he, he didn't do anything really. Yeah. Uh, they don't they don't know why we were able to, to live that life. Yeah. Um, so it was important for me to again create create that sense of work, that sense of education. Because I you know it's hard for you to preach that and you're not living it. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife, she's a graduate of of UPenn as well. Um, and plus, I knew I didn't want to um, fall in the same, you know, pegs that most athletes fall in. It's, it's some, for some reason, we feel as though, or the world feels as though, that athletes have to go into something athletic or sports-related once their careers are over. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but there's so much so much more opportunity out here. Going to Warden, for me, was a eye-opener to that opportunity. Yeah. It was a... It was an opportunity to uh, again change the narrative, change it to the point where I get I got you know players now coming up to me and saying like, oh man, I didn't know that was possible. that was even on the table for us. Yeah, um, that that's you know that's the that's the short answer to why. Well, and, and I know that sports leagues have tried to do programs similar yeah. to that where yeah. they at least get get them thinking about that it, yeah. it's it's the follow-through as you said you know after a couple of weeks of, of sitting around the house it's the follow-through that is actually important to kind of take that next step well i mean <laughs> i think a lot of that is is checking the boxes yeah. i think a lot of it is saying like oh we offered it to them i mean yeah and again nothing wrong with that but i didn't I, you know i wanted to be challenged yeah. i get very bored very quickly yeah. when I'm not challenged. Uh, I knew Warden would do that. I knew Warden would um, make me work my butt off uh, yeah. to uh, accomplish my goals. And it did. And trust me, it was sometimes um, sitting in some classrooms <laughs> at 9 o'clock in the morning where I was like, man, why am I doing this? But, th- <laughs> but that, again, that is why you know, it was important to me. That is what brought me back the next day. And um, you know, I can definitely say that my experience um, down in, 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 in Philadelphia, other than the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year, was very, uh, very pleasant. Well, but of course you had Professor Americus Reed trying to keep you on yeah. the straight and narrow yeah. while, you were, while you were at Penn, too. And, and uh, Ken Shropshire as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Two great guys, man. Um, you know, obviously, <laughs> uh, I took, I took uh, Americus Marketing, uh, it was eight-something, but I took his class my first semester there and was just in awe of my first kind of real analytical course yeah. you know just how how he could he could garner that much interest in that stuff whereas you know previously i looked at these things and i was like man i don't want anything to do with this he really was an exciting guy and he and he i mean the the attention to detail you know he, he has a saying that in you know, all you know in god we trust uh but everyone else must bring data uh, so, uh, uh, you know, shout out to America's Reed. Shout out to Ken uh, Shamshry. I, I hate this, to see him um, depart and go out to Arizona. Yeah. Um, I think he's here, to, he's he's here, to here today. Yeah, I, I he still it. holds the emeritus professor uh, title. Uh, at that's, Penn, so. that's strong. Yeah, that's strong. exactly. So, yeah, those, those two got a, a, a huge impact on, you know, me initially. Uh, yeah. when I, you know, luckily for me, I got you know, in that grasp early, got in there, yeah. in there, in there, you know, a couple of meetings with them and talking about them, talking to them about things that uh, was very important to me. And they, they gave me, you know, sound advice throughout. And now you're, from what I understand, you're going to go work at Goldman Sachs as well, correct? Yeah. Uh, you know, accepted job at Goldman Sachs. I'll be starting there uh, mid-July this, uh, this summer. Uh, I'm excited about it, man. It's, uh, it's a complete 180 for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, um, 
it's something I probably I most likely will not get bored doing, uh, and it, I think it's necessary as well. Getting a, get an opportunity to open up a lot of doors for uh, diversity for athletes. Um, you know, um, one of the reasons why I went to Goldman is you know, it's a quick story. I know we got to go, but one of the yeah. reasons I went because I'm tired of the of the, the narrative of athletes working their butts off. And, and you know, one of my buddies, Clint Portis, you know, had an article come out that one of his guys stole you know seven to ten million dollars yep. from. Him. I'm yep. tired of that story. Yeah, uh, I really want to get into this space to create opportunity for our athletes more than just me going out and getting assets. You know, the educational space, sure, the, the knowledge of uh, of how to go about it is is probably more important, um, and I think I think um, the sports industry needs people that they can trust, people like them, people that that know their day to day and can can relate to their um, their needs and their their wants in the the finance space. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to be at Goldman, um, great firm, great people there, and I was pleasantly surprised when I went there this this uh this internship this summer, and um you know again excited to be going back. Looking forward to uh, talking to you more about business in the future. We there don't have go. to talk about sports. Great seeing you again, Justin. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Justin Tuck, uh, who is uh, just a recent uh, Wharton MBA grad, getting ready to go to work at Goldman Sachs. And, of course, he has his uh, Tuck's Rush for Literacy program. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.